Hi, this is Chats Over Coffee with my yoga teacher, a podcast where a comedian talks to a yoga teacher over a hot drink. It's, I mean, it's not always coffee in my case because it kind of makes my head go funny sometimes. So, I mean, don't sue us for for that. Like, is that libel? No, it's not libelous. But trading standards or something. I don't know. Anyway, this week we're talking about the glutes and some other stuff. It's not just all about the bum, but I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you do enjoy it, you can follow us on social media, like all our pages and do all those things. Uh, here comes this week's episode, or this fortnight's, shall I say, because this is fortnightly. Uh, I'll stop talking and you'll, well, I'll start talking again in a minute, but in a, the actual episode, it won't be this stupid ramble. Here we go. Yeah, definitely now. I'm reading a book about human behavior and genetics blah 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 and mm. you know uh, in the future they might have them may be able to have designer babies in the future where they'd like manipulate the genes of the cells before so you could basically choose whether you had a child that had brown eyes and blonde hair and oh, all things. that's so, creepy but okay <laughs> kind of creeps me out a little bit <laughs> so yeah it is well yeah that, or you, you could be probably be able to manipulate the gene so that you'd be creating humans that never age or die and stuff as well which is unfair because we're going to miss out on that but at the very least you could create people that are more resistant to disease you wouldn't be creating immortal people because you could still get killed in a in a car crash or yeah, something but like i that, don't but think you'd... that i mean i i forgot i don't remember, i can't remember high school biology but I thought that age wasn't really determined by your genes. Uh, I thought that it plays a part, but I didn't well, think aging. that like yeah. I think it did. I think it there is a pro because they've they've able they've been able to. I was reading recently that they've been able to basically stop the aging process happening in worms by fooling around with the the genes. Great, that's all we need. People having five kids each, and then also nobody ever dying. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. the planet's gonna love that. Yeah, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. in, in broken record over here. <laughs> but, um, so I was thinking, well, when they make these genes, these these mm. new designer genes, they're gonna like be mass producing them. That job is just gonna be shipped out to like factories in the <laughs> in the far east, aren't they? And be getting slave labor to make all these genes, which would be terrible because. That would mean that some people are going to grow up with birthmarks that say, help, they make us work 18-hour days. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you used to sometimes get the labels yeah. that say that in shops and stuff. Let's have a good laugh at modern oh, slavery. I like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, bloody bodies always causing us problems. <laughs> It'd be good in the future to just cut your head and stick it on a robot. And that's <laughs> <laughs> robot body. <laughs> you wouldn't have to do yoga then, would you, to feel better? You just like no, you just like go to the the, the garage, you know, yeah. go to tune up and be like, I think I need some more oil here. This is a bit stiff. <laughs> Annoying. Right? Things go wrong with them. Something that I've noticed um, kind of appearing at the moment and seems to be in multiple places, like I randomly watch a TV show and it's about it. Andrew had uh, saw a post from his manager that he used to work with and it was all about this. And my friend that I just uh, saw yesterday, we went for a walk, she was talking about it, was um, just basically having kids. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so like so like getting getting pregnant and having a baby and stuff. And like 
it's really interesting um they were saying like you can you can try and do tests to find out like how many eggs you have and like in general your reproductive health so like how long you might have to keep you know to how long you have roughly to start having babies or not you know I don't know it's just something that I've seen popping up in my life everywhere because I think I'm getting to the age now where I really need to start making these decisions as in like finalizing my decision if this is going to happen or not within the next like five years or so and the more I think about it the more I can only think of cons which isn't very good (laughs) I mean not that I don't love kids I love babies and stuff absolutely I kept saying that uh Andrew like oh I really love babies and he's like but you know it's only baby for like a few months right yeah like like getting a puppy isn't it yeah exactly like I'm not gonna get a baby because I love babies (laughs) and then get rid of it it's not I can't do that so it's just a bit like oh you know and I kept thinking of everything mm. and the house we're making and the lifestyle we we're, we're, we really enjoy traveling and everything and everything I could think of was just con after con after con and I was just like like I don't know it's just the more I think about it, it's just like all cons you might feel differently when you find out how many eggs you got left though <laughs> well I don't know because well, well my, it was funny because I said to my I, I said to, uh, my hubby yesterday I said oh my grandma didn't have any children because she went through early onset menopause in her 20s and he was like oh yeah she's not blood relative is she <laughs> I just said she didn't have any children which yeah. <laughs> quite made me laugh like no she's not but i know it's an issue that can you know things that can happen you never know when when you run out of eggs mm. <laughs> unless you pay for those tests and stuff the last ones aren't the good ones though are they either i don't think so. <laughs> they've deteriorated yeah, by the, then the, or something the best before end dates on like, <laughs> i'm not sure that's how it works but <laughs> they don't have stickers of a lion on them like the, the... <laughs> uh, the queen's seal of approval yeah. <laughs> I just wonder if that is like, is it serendipity where you just see things because you're thinking about it sometimes? Like it's suddenly everywhere because you've thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be. It could be that, like, you know, once you realize something and then you notice it everywhere kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Or it could be a bit more like, I don't know, it could even be some sly marketing. What, like the Nazis did in the 30s when they were trying to get for more people to have children? Do you think that's what's going on? I don't mean like that. I mean it like I'm at the time when people normally would be thinking about having children if they haven't had them yet. You know, if they didn't have children earlier, like in their 20s, they would be like, oh, right, I really need to really think about this now and decide if I'm going to have kids or not. And maybe marketing pick up on that and you might get some targeted ads or something. I, I heard this, right, because if you've got like an app on your phone or something mm. that tracks your period, mm. that you get targeted marketing at different times of your menstrual cycle because they know you're vulnerable to certain emotions. Yeah. Uh, if that's, um, I mean, obviously that doesn't happen to me, I don't think. <laughs> but Well, do you have an app on your phone that is tracking your cycle? <laughs> I just do it on a calendar. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, old school, yeah. <laughs> so I know on my sperms that it's most ripe, you know. So. I'm ready for go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I have heard that before, though, about, like, um, if you use one of those kind of apps that you tend to have to agree to them, like, you know, marketing and, and taking data and stuff, and then they use that to 
you know, work with other apps, like um, whatever other apps you're on, and then they target you based on that kind of thing. Like, I feel like targeted marketing makes sense. But I also think like, if you're going so far as to think like, oh, she's on her cycle, she's probably craving magnesium, which is the main ingredient or the main mineral you get out of chocolate, which is why we tend to crave chocolate. So then it's like, oh, well, I'll push some of these chocolate bars at her. And it's like, oh, well, that's, that seems a little bit mean. Like that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you'd do it though, wouldn't you? (laughs) Of course they work like that. I know, but I just think like that's like. They don't think, oh, it's a bit mean, we won't advertise to her. I feel like it's one step too far, if you know what I mean. Welcome to the 21st century and, <laughs> you know. I don't, I don't subscribe to targeted marketing on a lot of things I can opt out of. I got, yeah, I got yesterday, I had a, 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 something come up in my timeline mm. on Facebook, sponsored ad, mm. right? And it was of me, like, not me, not, I, not something I did, but it was a comedy night I'm doing at the weekend. Oh. So it's just, so it's just my face come up and <laughs> no, it said sponsored and I was like, oh, is it because they know I'm in, interested in me? Because I know I'm very, <laughs> you know, egotistic. And, oh, weird. So That's I get advertised a lot of comedy nights, and I think it's just because I, you know, I do go to a lot, but I wouldn't watch them. But when you pay for it? <laughs> no, no, no. Quite the opposite. I only go if you pay me. <laughs> exactly. You've got to pay me to go, otherwise I'm not going. No, so you're not so. really a big comedy fan, then, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. But I know you said about you you haven't been planning to have children. No. No. No, I don't want them. And is that like kind of, I'm going to say set in stone. You know, is that something like you've kind of like thought about, decided and like, bam, absolutely not. Neither of us have tried to convince the other one it's a good idea. So <laughs> it's just, you know, I'm not saying people shouldn't have kids. Yeah, yeah. But you should have kids if you want kids. If you don't want kids, yeah. it's, it's yeah. stupid, isn't it? I mean, they're, they're a bit of a commitment, aren't they? I mean, that's your whole yeah. life. Your whole life kind of pivots a bit, oh, isn't yeah. it, afterwards? So. I think sometimes people think, like, oh, well, it's at least until they're 18 or something like this. It's like, no, no, no matter what you do, no, no, no. they're going to be there for your whole life. That is it, forever. <laughs> and that might be lovely. <laughs> but no, It never ends. Like mm. You still worry about them forever. My, my dad still worries mm. about me mm. driving late at night and stuff and whatever. Absolutely. He does the same thing. He drives late at night. But, you know, it doesn't, like, when it's you, you think you're in control, don't you? Yeah. I think if I, I would have kids if I was really, 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 really middle class or upper class. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say rich. <laughs> I thought well, you were going to say if I was super rich and I could pay for them to go to boarding school and pay for an au pair. Well, that's and- what they used to do, didn't they? That's the, the ruling class basically weren't brought up by their parents, were they? They haven't. Yeah. Then yeah. They, they're like... Maybe they like look after them a bit when they're a baby, but then it's like mm. give it to the nanny, and then they're off to boarding <laughs> school for you mm-hmm. know forever, and then that that probably mess you up, but it'd be fine because you'd be in the cabinet by the time you're thirty five. <laughs> so you know. Yeah. So. But you're saying if you were middle class, you would have no. If baby. I was really really posh, I was. And I oh, even, okay, okay. Yeah, and so yeah. I could just farm it out, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 And then they'd be like, oh, my dad was absent. And I say, I always provided for you. <laughs> you never you never lacked for, for want. You know, that's what I'd say. <laughs> but then I feel like there was a lot more emphasis on things like carrying on a family line as well. And, mm. you know, and a part of me is like, why is that important? I'm not going to just have a kid just so that the, 
my name lives on really yeah can live on from my work that's why <laughs> yeah there you go write a book or something also none of it matters anyway does it i mean it's so short-sighted people think they're going to be immortal mm. because they do good work or because they have a statue of themselves but in 300 years time that won't be there so i know like <laughs> who's stupid. really gonna I mean, you'd have to, I mean, even the ancient Greek stuff, which is obviously quite old, you know, how much of that has really survived to, like, being not only important, but well-known? Tiny, tiny bit compared to the society and what they could have, what they must have been creating at the time, so. It's no comfort to me that people will remember anything I do after I die, really. Yeah. Not in terms of those sort of, I mean, you know, would like everybody that knew me to feel like their life was yeah. perhaps better for having known me. That's but that's all you yeah. can really hope for, isn't it? I think. Yeah, it is. not like oh, in five hundred years, I want people to know me. Like that's that's one of the things that sort of when I tried to change my mindset into a more present sort of mindset of like mm. oh, it's just dealing with the present rather than thinking about the future or past too much, which was like mm. it's like a mindfulness thing, isn't it? I think yeah. it just become a little bit less asked about, you know, what the future means for, for you and stuff. Because yeah. you probably, you're not going to be there. So just, yeah. you just appreciate the things that you're doing in the moment rather than, it doesn't mean be hedonistic and not care about it. Because I mean, <laughs> you know, you'll probably start talking about climate change again, won't you? So, <laughs> well, it has, you, come, yeah. it has come up like, mm, I don't drive. I really don't want to drive. If I had a kid, would I have to drive? Ah, oh, driving's great though. You get <laughs> you get from A to B. You don't have to get on public transport. Talk to people. I don't want to have to <laughs> okay. go anywhere. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> I think maybe people should give up their cars, except for except for me. <laughs> yeah, everyone else. Yeah, well, it's, it's always everyone else, isn't it? But it's uh, mm. I find it very difficult to do what I do without having a car. No, yeah, I do think there are definitely, I'm going to say exceptions, but... I think they should just, like, how feasible, you're a Star Trek sort of sci-fi type fan, aren't you? (laughs) How feasible is, um, and you're a a scientist uh, also, aren't you? So how feasible is, like, you know, teleportation and stuff? Like That's not really feasible. I think a more feasible thing would be something like they have in Star Trek where they have, like, the the replicator, so you you press buttons and it creates... Uh, what you want for you so like you like when they make food they can just say like oh you know give me an apple and then it makes an apple okay so i think theoretically the idea of taking energy and turning it into substance is obviously there or you know it's just going backwards e equals mc squared like that's that is the in a sense possible but the complexity of that would be absolutely ridiculous and i don't see how you could turn someone into light and then turn them back into themselves again like i don't I don't think that so would So I be. couldn't, like, say, I've got a gig in London this weekend and say, oh, well, just, like, a program. Oh, it's, it's such an awesome dream, though. Like, I <laughs> yeah. would absolutely love that. <laughs> yeah, I could do a couple of gigs a night then, couldn't I? So. <laughs> Babe, I'm in Birmingham. Babe, London. It'd be the same comedy as doing all the work because it'd just be the most in-demand one. We'd just be able to just, mm. like, jump from one and to they'd another. Jump, they'd yeah. probably jump all around the world as well, yeah, wouldn't probably, they? Yeah, so. <laughs> Oh, so gosh. maybe a bit like that in a you know <laughs> fifty years' time or something. Yeah, I'd go for that. <laughs> but you're saying a repli- it would be. Are you saying you couldn't you couldn't see it being like I couldn't jump from one device to I, another, but I could replicate myself in another device. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, but would that other me that I replicate have the 
have the smarts to be able to be on stage? Would they have the experience yeah. of the years and and would they know Turn all the out. jokes or? <laughs> Because then that can be quite bad. I can want to get a bad review and they'll have to say, oh, well, this is, this is a replica. It wasn't actually me. So, <laughs> uh, so let's talk about bums. Uh, butts. Yeah. So did you do the glutes class? I didn't. Was that, no, was I didn't. that last week? I can't remember. You didn't do it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> so what's so good about them then? <laughs> yeah what's what's it why should i care about like working on them like, well apart from to look base... apart from to look good obviously you know like, oh yeah obviously, obviously you want, so you i can wear, wear a nice looking butt so i right? can wear tighter trousers and <laughs> oh dear no that's not why you want to do the glutes class no i think basically what what tends to happen with the glutes is it's one of the one of the I want to say few, but sometimes the abdominals can follow a similar kind of route, but especially for the glutes, it's one of the few muscles in the body that you can actually kind of let die off in a sense, like it not dies improperly, but like, <laughs> but basically what happens is when you don't use something, the connections between the neurons do drop. So the nerves are still there, everything's still fine, your blood vessels and veins and capillaries all good, nothing's wrong like that. But like, um, the, each nerve has a connection to the next nerve next to it. And then it's possible to have another nerve nearby and then a connection there. So it looks like a spider web kind of like going off in lots of different ways and, and places. So if you don't use it, those connections between the nerves can they die, they drop off and they're not used because they're not getting regular signals passed through them. So what tends to happen with the glutes is they tend to, you tend to lose that control. So like a lot of the time we start out with like just sitting there and then if you say like, right, well, you know, clench your your bum, move it, tighten it, glutes. If nothing's really happening, then that's the first sign that it's, you know, that signal between the mind and the muscle has degraded. So the only way to get that back is to keep trying. And even in an, even in one class, oops, sorry, even in one class, you can get that, you know, you can, you can start to really notice a difference. You don't have to be doing it for like years or something weird, you know, but there's some, I've recently seen that there is some discussion in the medical community around the idea that you can actually have nerves come back. This is new research, and I haven't looked into it. That was just a headline I saw and thought, oh, that's interesting. But in the past, we always said that you can't grow more nerves. You Once they're actually dead, they're dead. You know, people that have had accidents or surgeries and they have, like, uh, numb spots and things, like, that. that is usually that. You tend to not get that back, which is obviously quite a can be quite a life-changing thing. But the connections between the nerves can grow. You can make more of those. So by using the muscle over and over again, those connections start to grow. In a sense, you kind of just start to get this idea that, oh, I have more control over my glutes. But your glutes are really important. Obviously, they're the, the, where most people know it's like one of the biggest muscles in your body, especially if you count all three. So they support you when you're walking, they support your spine, they help the hips move. If you don't use them to walk, which a lot of people don't, which isn't uncommon, 
or run. Uh, I'm thinking about using them to walk. Is that just like catwalk models? <laughs> or <laughs> No, well, if you walk and you really try and think about it, which becomes very difficult, when you start thinking about your walking, you end up walking like you're from Ministry of Funny Walks because you don't know what yeah. to do. But assuming you can pay attention to your walk without changing it too much, <laughs> your, your, your glutes do help walking. But if you're doing some, like you're walking not to get to the fridge, but you're walking down the road or going to a mailbox or doing a proper walk, you should consciously make sure that your glutes are helping you walk. And with every step, the, the, the glutes can help make that step and they help pull you and, and stabilize the spine and, and the hips and amongst other things. What did I write down here? Oh yeah, so that's it. So other things that tends to happen when the glutes don't help is other muscles do the work. And that's when you get problems because that means other muscles get stronger or build up or basically end up compensating for this weak glute muscle. And then that can actually cause problems like sciatica pain, pain in the hips. I mean, I'm obviously these things can be caused by, you know, your physiology and your birth and things like that as well. But there is chances that more issues can come about if there's that imbalance there in those muscles, in those big muscles around the hip area, in the lower abdominal and lower back area. So this idea from my glutes class, it wasn't about like trying to get a gorgeous little perk <laughs> bottom or right. something like that. You get implants for that now anyway, can't you? So you <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, if you yeah, want that, just go get yeah. some jelly or whatever. <laughs> but like, um, it was more about just trying to wake up that connection with the glutes. And another thing is, Credit where credit's due, I didn't just dream this up of my own accord. Uh, I mean, I've done a lot of research and I do choose my own classes and I write what we do myself. But the initial um, push that got me really thinking to this was another yoga teacher who now teaches yoga teachers. Uh, and her name is Jo and she works in Newcastle. So if anybody wants to know, I will, you know, credit where credit's due. Because I was actually talking to um, my hubby about this the other day. And I was like, where, when does, you know, when you're talking about sharing information and growing and learning and, you know, networking and stuff like that, when does it become just full out copying? Where's the line? And I think we've decided the very least is when you don't acknowledge that that happened. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> you have to acknowledge that it came from someone else. <laughs> no, I was like, right, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> when you start to claim everything was your idea, <laughs> then you know something's probably not quite right. <laughs> so it's just just this like just making sure you twitch the muscle and stuff, right? Yeah, often. like like, like in the like class. What can you do? Like even if you don't do if you don't do a yoga class, is this stuff you could just you just have to make sure that you just like So like if you're sat in a chair, I would say try and try and use just your left glutes and then let them relax and then use just your right glutes and let them relax. I'm doing it One now. Side. So you can do like yeah. a little rock back and forth in your chair. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe next time you go for a bit of a walk, or rather it's a long walk or not, doesn't really matter, you know, just like to the post box or whatever, have a think about what's going on in the glutes when you're walking and see how it feels and if anything's happening or whatever. <laughs> well, it's definitely going to affect the way I'm walking now, isn't it, for the next time? Yeah, yeah. the next few times you walk, it's all going to be what you're thinking about is your butt and you can start walking like some sort of baby gazelle or something. <laughs> But can you make the muscle bigger as well, or is that just like can you make an aesthetic? Yeah, you can build any muscle. Sure, yeah. Why you you have this desire for a bubble butt? Well, I don't really have much of one. That's all. So I just feel like maybe I should. 
you know, I'm notoriously, when I was growing up, was always told that I didn't have an arse. That's what I was oh, always That's told. a nice thing for people to say. Well, it's my family telling me. <laughs> so it's not... Like, oh, thanks. Yeah, that's just what... Thanks, so, Dad. Yeah, so it's like, well, you know, that's, I mean, technically it's not true, you know, otherwise <laughs> other problems, but, you know, it's not, you know, it's just rather flat and you think well maybe mm. you could you know because it's, it's apparently desirable to have a nice big round one isn't it so, so i'm told I mean, is that is that not because <laughs> it's rare is that not because it's a rare thing to have because like i have quite a large bum so i've got a proper bubble butt you should be thankful it's very fashionable these days so i know right <laughs> <laughs> but like when i was younger i had all sorts of like you know, you hear about like um, younger girls who grow up with large boobs or something, and it's like, oh god, you know, it's really, it's, it's a hard thing to go through puberty with really large. Yeah, people, boobs ha- yeah, people you, really, hate, you know, yeah, ha- yes, yeah, yeah, they can end up hating it and and feeling really uncomfortable because it's just something that people always notice or people. Yeah, and also like people start objectifying yeah. you at an age where you're not ready to be objectified, yeah. and yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, so. I had a very similar thing happen with my butt, which I realize is rare because. People don't tend to have quite big bums when, when they're <laughs> in general. Right. But I had the same thing happen. And I mean, I've had all sorts of things, you know. And most of them I really don't mind. Like, I think they're funny now and stuff. Like, it never bothered me. I never went home and cried about my butt or anything. I was just like, ah, oh, bug off. It's my butt, you know. Right. <laughs> but like, you know, things like, oh, you could set up a tea set on there, you know, just like screaming it and stuff. And it's like, okay, mm. thanks for that. But in America, it's, it's more acceptable to have an, an own it kind of nature, you know, like, yeah, yeah it's my bubble butt <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. whatever. So it's not, it never really bothered me as much as it, it might have done if I had a different personality, say, something right. like that. Like, but yeah, it was a bit of a thing. I should have I should have owned my no butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, what a butt. <laughs> so it's just... Get in the way when you're trying to squeeze through things, anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, look at me. Yeah. Actually, that is a thing. I can't squeeze very well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so funny. Anyway. <laughs> is it all kind of, I mean, one thing that that reminded me of, you know, when you're sitting down and then squeeze one and, and then another. I once went to, um, I was doing a weekend at the, the stand in Edinburgh. And I mm. had to stay for the Monday, Tuesday because I had other things and they let they put you in a bit of flat. So I had nothing on the s- Sunday. On the Sunday, there was an afternoon show by like two uh, female comics who are like, they're in the late 40s now. It was called mm. Fannies or something like that. That's what they called the show because they're like, oh, nice. They're, you know, they're just, and they're just like riff and stuff. But they were talking about doing pelvic floor exercises. Yeah. And, and for a while after that, I started doing pelvic floor exercises because. They said mm. that, and that was just the same sort of thing, like sitting in a chair and like clenching and stuff and making mm. you do that. Sure, you do that sort of thing. And I forget why I was supposed to do that. I think it was to make sure that I could still have an erection in my 80s or something like that. But um, I don't know why I was concerned about that. I don't know what I think is going on in my 80s. But <laughs> but did you, do you advise people to do pelvic floor exercises and stuff like that? Because it's... it's right, so... Oh, you should maybe... To continue <laughs> yeah so so um there's two things so um one of the one of the biggest things is yes male and men and women both have pelvic floors that muscle is there it basically the whole um the pelvic bowl 
So like where the hips form, the whole hip kind of carriage is lined with muscles. There's more than one pelvic floor. It kind of builds up, but basically there's a, that muscle line and it basically holds everything. So all of your organs, your digestive system, everything, your womb, you know, everything's being held by this muscle there. Like it kind of coats that uh, pelvic bowl. So it's a really important thing <laughs> to have okay. When you have a baby, that muscle gets damaged. Another, and it, another it, reason, yeah. not another con. <laughs> another con. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But like basically that muscle, you know, it takes the brunt of having this baby, obviously. And um, it needs to, you know, you know, it's not, it needs to move out of the way and things need to happen. And basically your pelvic floor also controls to some extent how well you can hold your wee. So because that muscle is so uh, linked to have to your bladder, that means that it must be in good working condition or you can wee yourself. So it's quite common for people to, especially women who've had multiple children, if they have a good laugh or if they sneeze or something yeah, like that. I've to, heard that. I've heard, little, I've heard women do comedy like that, yes. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, and it's, yep. yeah, a little, little sneeze, a little laugh, some, something's coming out, you know. Yep. It's not uncommon and there isn't always something you can do about it depending on the birth and what's going on. This is not something that you should think, oh, now something's wrong with me. That's not necessarily, you know, get, you have to see what happens and talk to your doctor about it. But assuming it's just a weak muscle, then yes, doing pelvic floor exercises will really help. Even during pregnancy, they recommend it regularly. But it is possible to overdo it. It is possible to make that muscle too tight and too strong. And that can also cause problems, particularly in pregnancy and stuff. So if you're like an absolute, you know, fitness fiend and you exercise hours every day and you're like, raw, and then you're like, pelvic floor, like <laughs> it is possible to overdo it. <laughs> right. But majority of people, I would say, don't risk that. The majority of people are just probably just needing to think about it a bit which is why i do toss it into my classes every now and then like when we're in our warrior two or in a balance pose i might say to like you know completely zip up through the core yeah. pelvic floor lower belly muscles muscles around the lower ribs right. <laughs> yeah. no you know what so. you're doing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in a sense they're the same you know they, there are some Yoga exercises where they say to clinch the whole bottom. So you're not just your glutes, but around, you know, around all the little holes and things and the pelvic floor and squeeze and lift up and everything like that. So everything is tense from your waist, you know, to your knees kind of thing. So even if that's the only way you exercise it, there's no, there's no wrong way per se. It's just you're doing everything rather than just one set of muscles. Now, will that help, like, um, out of curiosity? I don't know this. Will that, mm. you know, when you get older, you need to go to the toilet like twice a night and stuff like that would that potentially help um, those sorts of things or not probably not oh, okay. i i could be wrong with that but i'm leaning towards the fact that especially in guys i think that has something more to do with the prostate gland yeah which means than... you're, not, you're not masturbating enough that's what <laughs> <laughs> yeah obviously that's what it is yeah <laughs> but uh but i think if you're if you're if you have an issue with your pelvic floor and things then you would know you have an issue when you like holding your wee so like if you're holding to wait to go to the loo or if you sneeze or something like that i think that's more right. likely to be the sign rather than needing to go to the loo frequently i think that's a, a different issue 
Okay. Not saying that anything isn't related, but I wouldn't have made that connection. But obviously, I'm not a doctor, so please no. do talk to your doctor if you have any issues with your bladder <laughs> or pelvic floor. That's the caveat to everything, isn't it? I'm not a doctor, but I'm yeah. not a doctor. Don't expect me to be a doctor, please. <laughs> Are you going to be a doctor though? Because when you finish no. your astronomy, astrology, astronomy, don't say astrology. The wrong, I always say the wrong thing. <laughs> Oh, this was, it just comes out, you know. I, don't, I know what <laughs> one it is. It's the it's the non bogus one you do. Uh, <laughs> astronomy. Yeah, yeah. No, I won't. I'm just getting a degree. Uh, I mean, okay. unless I keep going. You're like this. There's a, a comedian called Matt Winning who actually mm. is a climate scientist, mm. and uh, he's very funny. I bet he's now concentrating on mainly climate change related stuff. As humor, like climate change humor. Yeah, it's like, under, last yeah, yeah, yeah. few shows have been about climate change. Oh, that might be good. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll send you a link to him. He's written a book actually as well. And uh, no, he sounds a really nice guy. I used to be in competitions with him when we first started, and oh yeah, and uh, we well, beat me in one. So, but I, just, I don't <laughs> mind. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but he's a good guy, and um, but he used to, he had a joke once because he's a climate, like he's, he's a doctor, like in mm. climate or something like that and yeah. uh, so he had a joke where he said that because i'm a doctor in climate science uh, what i like to do if i'm ever on a plane and i hear someone say help is anybody a doctor i like to stand up and say it doesn't matter we'll all be dead in 20 years anyway <laughs> so, yeah. yeah it's a good joke anyway Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, it's a good joke though, wasn't it? But it's not my joke. It's Matt Winning's joke. Credit where credit is due. I'm just crediting him. I don't know if even... Is that bad form to say another comics joke on a podcast and stuff, even if I'm talking about how much I like the joke? Other people must have done that to me. I'm absolutely convinced that they must have done that because obviously you've got good jokes. Hopefully, maybe that's my ego. So I'm through thinking that everyone's talking about me, which is probably not. Anyway, I'm sorry Matt finds out and is angry, but um, if you did like that... Do check out Matt Winning. Uh, I think his shows are on Next Up. Maybe wrong, but he's definitely got a book. Anyway, back to this thing. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed that. Next week, uh, not next week, next fortnight, we're back talking about stress. So join us for that. If you enjoy our show and you haven't already, you can do all the things that make algorithms like us more and help other people find the show, like sharing it liking posts and giving us reviews and, and, and five stars on apple and all that stuff and so if you do if you wanted that'd be very nice but uh you know no one's holding the gun to your head like i'm not doing it it's cool it's cool you do, you do it's cool it's cool i'm very relaxed about it follow us on instagram as well why not you know and twitter twitter's rubbish isn't it? it's just angry people it's just angry people on various divides it's peter brush kayla mccormack you're in the show notes you'll find our names just look for them you'll find the one that's a comedian that's got my name and the one that's a yoga teacher that's got her name it's really easy i'm gonna spoon feed it to you um right gonna do some pelvic floor exercises now uh see you later